Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to another episode of Another Pod, Do Not Relent. If you're here from my crafter's mail invitations, I'm so sorry, but I saw the opportunity and I took it. I'm Slide Whistle, aka Bye. Tis I, immunization, and you need to tell that story after this intro. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. I'm going to be joining you, audience, and coasting through this one because... I was gone all week, didn't do much stuff, but it sounds like these boys have stories to tell. Uh, it just happened today, today being Thursday, January 11th, 12th? It is the 12th. Yes, tomorrow's the bad day. Yesterday was my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Adam, last name. Happy birthday, Adam, last name. It's Rudy. Anyway, I, I was going through the crafting list like I always do to see if anyone had any crafting orders that they requested. Requested, And so then I somebody put one in for shoulders. I made up some shoulders. And, you know, there's an area where you can type a message with the shoulders, the item that you made. So I was like, wait, I can take this chance to just promote the podcast in, in the casting. No so way. I wrote, so, I wrote, so I wrote, I wrote, these shoulders brought to you by the boys of Proudmore's premier podcast. Another pod. Do not roll. Am I going to get banned for this? Is this bannable? Probably. Um, I do think it is advertising. And I know they don't like advertising in like in-game things. So I think that might be sketch. I will say there's not a way to report somebody from the crafting message you received. <laughs> so they would have to screenshot it, put it in an email, or you know, do a se- secondary measure of reporting. So maybe it's, who knows? If you're if you're one of those listeners, uh, let me know if it worked. Sirs. That's why Slide Whistle coined the name Bye because in about a month here after he keeps doing this shit, he'll be gone. Bye. <laughs> but I've also been addicted to the fucking crafting table in Veldraken. I just constantly sit at the tailoring one and like AFK do something in my second monitor while just like refreshing it because like I feel like that's the only way to get a legit crafting order. And I've gotten, like, six orders over the past, like, day and a half of doing this for, like, several hours. And before then, I'd never got a single crafting order. Because, like, whenever I would go to check, it just wasn't one there. Or it was something I couldn't craft. And now I've actually gotten enough knowledge that I can can craft some of these things. And now my tailoring is almost 100. I'm at 99. So I need one more crafting order from someone. And I'll be max level, finally. I hit 100 on my potions. But I didn't do no crafting orders. I just made shit and then i'd break shit down to make other stuff it was a long hard process but i did it yeah does that mean you can make elemental potion power potions probably i that's the thing is with so many of these like you need to get skill points i can tell you i'm really good at making healing and basic mana potions because i specced into that and when i make them i make like 12 each pull because I specced into batch making file and potion experimentation other potions I don't know I don't have any points in those that should be your next point dump put them in there get us some free pots can for the record I burned through a lot of health potions on both of my characters and mana potions on my priests just the basic ones even though I think most healers use the ones where you have to where like you 
sit and restore mana, but I think that's boring. I don't have time to sit around. Well, provided you give me a lot of magic wind, or is that when magic frost? There's some sort of chilling magical element. Provide me with some of that, and I gotcha, wink. The classic, like, Dathia, is she wind or is she ice? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. There's, a, there's, like, four major primalist factions, but there's, like, six or seven weather effects they could use. Mm. It's pretty advanced. But I, I also just, I sat, like, for three hours at the crafting table the other day, because, like, I'm getting fat stacks. People are giving me, like, giving 20k for orders and i'm like who are you this is a public order what's wrong with you i'm taking it especially since on the public ones like you could probably just take their 20k and give them like a rank three star gold one and not like probably they're assuming like a max level one right can they can they say that they want a max level one in a public order also side note what would you call that big boy because it's like, okay, bronze, silver, gold, I get that. The last one is like myrrh or platinum, I get that. But then there's the perfectest one, which is big and brown. Is that supposed to be a precious metal? I always felt like the, so it's copper, silver, gold, and the fourth one is diamond, and then the fifth one is like a perfect golden jewel. Like a mm. like a crown jewel you put into like Aladdin's it's the crown father-in-law jewel. Hat. No women allowed. <laughs> I I've been um also referring into it referring to it to my, mainly to myself in a in a wrestling referential type way. I just call it Big Gold, like Slide Whistle's favorite belt. Mm, Big Gold is a really good name for it. Just Big Gold is my favorite wrestler. It's specifically the era when Gold Dust stopped working out so much. Purple rain, big gold. But yeah, I've been getting big gold from crafting. It's been cool. So, so you, oh, time to be real. So you were in Florida. You were in Florida, as everybody in the raid has been saying for the past two days. <laughs> they were they, like, they said Florida. Well, <laughs> well, okay. So I think Lynn was like, "Where's Grow?" And I was like, "Oh, he didn't tell you." I'm like, "He's he's in Florida," and and he was like, "He's in Florida." <laughs> So oh, I see. This is it. this is the new, <laughs> the new raid meme. Yeah. So, um, somebody will ask you how Florida was. Probably like that because Terrible. at one point somebody asked, uh, somebody else asked, "Where's Growl?" And then somebody just said Florida, and then Lynn's like, "Uh, no, he's actually in Florida." Yep, it was. <laughs> uh, so I will fully say this: Tuesday night, fuck me, I couldn't do it. Like I had to go to bed. Wednesday night. We technically got done 20 minutes before the start of raid, but being in Florida, I had my old 2017 laptop, which can function, but not well. And the Weefle at the house was very limited and being used by four boys. <laughs> so I was, I made the choice. Sorry, raid team. I was like, I can't go in because I will just, like, I'll be a hindrance. I will be more of a detriment than I will be any sort of help, even with a raid buff. But it sounds like things weren't too bad. You chose a party of strangers over a raid of family members, is what you're saying? The thing is, I didn't even choose a party of strangers. I just choked it out and played Overwatch 2 on my bad thing. And... Like I was in games where I couldn't see any models. I was playing. Oh. I was playing Zen, so I'd see a blue like hit marker, and I'd be like, 
okay, good. And I'd see a red hit marker and I'd be like, bad, but I couldn't see anyone. So something tells me Dragonflight would have been a similar experience. So did you know these roommates? Were they strangers? Were they crazy? Uh, they're technically all my coworkers, although my my company I actually work for is a shell company that's based on another in Ohio. So my roommates were my boss and then two guys from Ohio who I had kind of tangentially met. This sounds like my personal nightmare. <laughs> and we, we it boss. was a big house. We technically all had our own rooms, so I could have raided, but also these guys like aren't gamers, so I didn't want to risk being like uh, I need a res, and then have them burst through the door and be like, are you playing on your computer book, you fucking F-slur? You nerd. Wait, so when you were late, was your boss, like, shaking your toes to get out of bed? Come on, Aaron, get up! The first day, I just happened to catch it. Like, we were leaving at 7.45, 7.35, I roll out of bed accidentally and went, oh, shit, 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 brushed my teeth and drank a bottle of Jack and then got my outfit on. The next day... <laughs> My boss did call me like, hey, Aaron, just going to let you know we're leaving in uh, three minutes. And then I tumbled down the stairs. It was like, ready to go, boss. Oh, my God. Also, like, who the fuck is this Aaron? Like, Aaron, like, the Aaron I know is, like, awake two hours before anyone else's. Yeah. They're overworking them. They're us. That's what I was about to say is it felt so awful because not only was I late, I pride myself on being, like, the first guy walking around (laughs) looking at people sleep at the sleepover. (laughs) So I'm like, what the hell happened? Luckily, I did do that today. I got up at 5 a.m. We were not leaving until 8 just so I could play Overwatch 2 in the dark. Oh my god, I thought you were just going to say, luckily I got to do it. I got to look at my boss's nostrils while he was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, my boss is not someone you want to be sneaking in on. My man has a CPL, and he is very loose with it. He's like, you guys don't mind. He's like, you guys don't mind if I just, you know, have my gun around. And I was like, I mean, I guess not. So, like, we were editing video footage at the dining room table, and he had his gun and not only is he a gun owner, but he's also very paranoid. He's like, someone's going to try and break in and there's going to be a ghost and I'll take care of him with this. So he was just waving what? his pistol around. What? Okay, hold up. Now, if, if you listeners want to hear the conclusion of the story about how Aaron's boss shot a literal ghost in the chest and killed it, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent, where I'm sure Aaron will finish the tale of this ghost murder that definitely happened, right? Right? 100%. It's a big, long adventure that involves secret ghosts, unlock windows, uh, and the Florida garbage system. <laughs> that sounds wild, though. Um, okay, but to tie it back in the wild, so while you were in Florida, guess how far we made it on raid progression? What do you mm-hmm. think? What are, your, what are your stakes? I'm going to say... You fought up to normal Razagath, didn't do it, and then got to Heroic Council. So I'm going to say you went seven of eight normal and three of eight heroic. Well, you got the number of bosses correct, I guess. Um, Believe it or not, um, we full cleared normal in the first night. Hell yeah, brother. Cheers for my rack. Vegemite missed it again. No! (laughs) At least it's easy enough that I guess we can just go back and do it if we want. Yeah, like the whole raid on normal felt surprisingly easy. I don't think we 
wiped on anything maybe we had like one quick wipe on council or something i like, saw some silly shenanigans in the comms about like palliath killed us on raz so that's why i assumed you guys stopped yeah, we yeah we i mean like, we're so overgearing everything normal has nothing for me normal had one thing to offer me and i fucking got it baby you i got, got my the fucking staff magical staff i did Hell it oh yeah cheers for my rack I did not think I was going to get it. I, I watched it drop, and then on my heart, I was like, oh, there goes my heart. It's dropping through my stomach, because I know it's gonna, Nuss is going to win the roll with a perfect 100, and if he doesn't, then Miss is going to beat me, and that's fine. I won the roll with a 52. Just barely. I, they, they rolled so bad. <laughs> well, I wasn't quite as lucky. Um, bow watch rolls onward. Uh, no Razageth bow dropped. I did get two weapons though i got two of the edgy pole arms from one from normal taros and one from heroic taros uh huh. yeah spoiler we we killed taros uh, th- is that yeah. something you would need on i guess well, because I, I as a hunter it. but like i'm surprised as a bm they would let you need on it so it's a thing where like they let you need on things if you have an off spec that can do it but it somehow classifies it so that, like if anybody needs on it and it's their for their main spec, then your roll doesn't count. Yeah, it's like a secret greed system within the need system. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, so it was just like me and Persephone, I think, that rolled on it, and I got both of them, and I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I have a staff if I ever want to do survival, which I don't. Are they still big, beefy boys? I know at the end of Shadowlands, they were like the meta, but I I haven't heard as much about the Mythic Plus system to know if they're still on top. Uh, I think they're just, like, bottom tier for both Raid and Mythic Plus right now, so I don't think anyone's really playing them. They're, yeah, they're back to being dead in the water. And, and so in Heroic, in classic Lin fashion, after we easily killed Aeronaut, he chose the hardest path for our group to take, and that was go to Taros. We didn't even try Council. We, couldn't we kill Kur- Kurag before we killed? Uh, His no. door doesn't Santa unlock Earth. until, I was like, yeah. Karag's door doesn't unlock until you kill the other four guys. But I would feel like, I don't know which is harder because Council seems easier than Taros, but Dathia, I feel like would be harder than Senarth. Dathia, basically, uh, I never, uh, if we can do Dathia as the last boss of Heroic, that's what I would rather do because the change it's going to be way too difficult for our raid group to get the hang of. Mark my, we have to separate into groups like you do for Razakath, but you have to do it with wins and you have to kill lots of other ads by yourself and it's just a lot harder. Um, Not looking forward to that. But Taros, Taros, we literally got on like the last pull of the night. No, we have like 10 minutes left, but like it was, it was that point where it's near the end and you're like, oh my God, it's been happening for so long. We're, we're going to end this raid with only one boss killed. Yeah, effectively, our second night of raid was killing Aranog on our first pull, and then wiping on Taros the entirety of the night until we killed him on, effectively, our Unomas. <laughs> Did he have any extra stuff, or was it just he was a bigger, beefier boy? Because I know he's a DPS check. I don't think any of the early bosses add anything new until you get to Dapia. Senarth doesn't, Taros doesn't, neither does Eggnog. Or Council, I don't think. But on Taros, it's hard because the damage is a lot higher and we are not geared enough to just say fuck you to doing the pillars incorrectly. So we really needed to rely on everyone splitting their pillars correctly and the tanks uh, 
destroying the proper number of them each time and the healers being able to top everyone off before the second set of pillars died and all three of those things gave us problem at one point or another and then we also our healers have some low stamina too so like really like any mistake they make is like they're basically almost dead so they have to really stay on their toes and they I mean they fucking did it like they fucking they, they we we got that shit right at the end felt fantastic no loot for you to roll on but, you know, that's fine. I got my staff, so I'm good for another week. <laughs> but but I guess, like, while we're mentioning loot, what's funny is Blizzard had a blue post earlier this week basically confirming our theory on this podcast that we called out that there was something wrong with people rolling need on multiple tier pieces that they were able to roll need on. And then the, if that was the case and the person who won it would win both. They, they basically said that that was happening and it was not the intention. So they hot fixed that this week. Hmm, it's almost like we we made it happen, folks. We we hear you in the audience. We did it. Let it never be said that we do not. We don't whisper into Ian's ear our hot breath rasping against his ear skin. <laughs> we have a direct line to Blizzard, despite the fact that they will never admit that, and also probably will never <laughs> understand or recognize who we are. But we got that pipeline. Also, sorry, everyone. It's 18 minutes into the recording. and I'm already super drunk after one drink. Literally, all I've had to eat today was a raisin bagel at 5 a.m. and some ice cream at the airport 10 hours ago. What flavor ice cream? Uh, it was something like Chocolatier's Delight. It came from the MCO, whatever, for whatever reason, that's the name of the Florida airport Cold Stone Creamery. It was, in case anyone was asking, $9.79. You know the exact price? Are you reading the receipt? Well, I I knew the exact price if only because I looked at it and I was like, you know, for Cold Stone, that's not terrible for like an airport. Like in Detroit, I got a bottle of water and like a granola bar for $15. That's a fucking ripoff. Wait, so what are you what are you drinking? Uh, it was some Popov and some Meyer brand, uh, red sort of like off-brand Hawaiian punch that Cubbybub got in my absence. Oh, the Ohana kick. Yeah, something like that, and it's extra fun. But now I'm out of it because I was too thirsty, so I'm gonna have to go run during the break. But it's not that time yet, so I want to talk more about this this change. Yeah, so I mean that's really it. Um, I was trying to find the other one, and I finally found it. <laughs> but um, the other changes that were made are pretty small. Um, if you are if you have a professional recipe drop, and you already know the recipe, you can't roll need on it again to steal it from your guildies, uh, which is interesting. So you can't just sell everything from LFRs and whatnot. Uh, you also can't unconditionally roll need on set tokens anymore. The system will now check if the player owns the token or the set piece itself at equal or greater power. I saw this play out during Raid. There was an item that I could have rolled on last week, and the roll was grayed out, and it said, you already own an item of equal or higher power. And I was like, okay, jeez. You said that like in a Razageth voice, as if she's the one doling out the loot secretly. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Queen Ashara thing where... She's just jazzed to, like, have someone fight her people. So she's like, yeah, you get the loot. 
I've acquired all of these magic talismans during my one week out of the vault. I don't know, you can have them. It makes, it feels funny to watch people beat up Taros. She, dude, she fucking hates Taros. Yeah, honestly, same. Fuck that guy. We're college glad- roommates, you know? You and Taros were college roommates? Oh, Razageth and Taros. Razageth and Taros. Oh, Come on, be okay. realistic here. I was like, where was he? We were college roommates and I never saw the guy and he was pretty big. He's a Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> That's his lore now. <laughs> Gold dogs. <laughs> so those those shamans that were trying to summon him like into existence before the fight starts were actually just trying to create a pathway between the Vault of the Incarnates and like wherever wherever oh Athens, Georgia, I think. That sounds right. I know a little bit about Georgia. Uh speaking of Georgia related things, we do finally have an official patch release date for ten oh five. Yeah, so it's officially coming to us on January twenty fourth. Woo woo. Twelve days from today's date. There's not like a whole lot going on in it. I feel like the main things that are like on the 24th are that the inspiration catalyst is there there will be a new primal storm event in the primalist future called storm's fury and we get our gray and white transmogs and we get the trading post february 1st i think was what the date said which i'm I'm really excited for this i i will give blizzard money if the items look cool so let's see what these tokens look like baby I'll, i'll pay for them don't let them hear you say that I know, Overwatch is rubbing their hands together, like, come on, you want to buy my Overwatch coins? No, I don't, Jeff Kaplan Sr. Oh, don't get me started on that. Like, this fucking battle for Atlantis or whatever it is that they're doing right now is basically just an advertisement for their eight new skins or whatever. And then I thought that these some of these skins would be available, like, in the battle pass, but, like, not many of them are. I'll say technically so- two, but only one of them is for anyone I'd actually care about, so... which is such a shame because they made a lot of cool skins for people I do like. Yeah, so basically this this event, which is bullshit to begin with, is basically like, hey, give us $120 for all these skins. And also, like, if you want any of these other achievements in this, you need to basically play nonstop for two weeks in just this mode because it's like fucking get like 20 or something like last kills. Like, I will say, hard. I will say that's not as difficult as it seems. As someone who slaved away just to get that old ass mercy skin, uh, just pick the tanks. It's pretty because the thing is, the whole thing about that, and I'll be real quick, is like get X amount of kills with your alt. Well, your alt goes for 15 seconds after you use it, so just waste it, and then I just I don't know, shoot a guy. And then, yeah, if you do slave away for, like, two days, you can get the old Mercy skin. But for people like you who probably already have it, there's nothing. There's, like, some titles, maybe? I don't know. The titles, those that's the bullshit one. That's the one where you have to kill 300 people in this mode. This very unfun, uninteresting mode. Breaking news! What a tender moment! Get bonus traders tendies with Dragonflight! post blizzard entertainment in a blue post Hmm. as a way of saying thank you to the community for continuing to play world of warcraft with us we'll be awarding a bonus 500 traders tendies to players who purchase dragonflight and add it to their account 
This bonus, traders' tendies will also be rewarded retroactively to players who've already purchased Dragonflight. So congrats, everybody. We did it. 500 Wait, tendies so who are the people not receiving the 500 tenders? The people who are playing BFA because, like, it's technically free now. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shadowlands was the latest one. People playing Shadowlands because it's technically free now. Well, I hope you guys are hungry, because we're eating some tendies. I'm sick of tenders. We went to McDonald's like eight times when I was in Florida. <laughs> I'm sick of the tendies. I think this is great news, guys. <laughs> I'm going to get a cool hat with mine. What are you guys going to get? <laughs> oh, boy, I'm going to get cool pants with mine. Maybe I'll get a bow transmog for the bow I don't have. Hey, okay, okay, right after that raid... That raid that we did where he didn't get the bow. This motherfucker got his number two and his number three bow drop from Mythic Plus. So we, so what, we, what, what's, what's happening over there? What, what's the truth? Do you have bows or not, huh? I do. Like, I, I got bows that I could upgrade, but, like, they dropped from a Mythic Plus and they are ten eye levels lower than the ones that would have been from Razageth. So what you're saying is nobody wants to work anymore. Everybody wants free handouts from right ring raid bosses instead of going out there pulling up your bootstraps from your grays and working for yourself or your valor is that what you're telling me none of these funny little slimy dragon boys want to kill boars in the elwyn forest for 18 hours anymore why is why are the youth so lazy Y'all, I cannot even grind Valor to upgrade my bow. Like, I don't think I even get enough Valor in one week to upgrade my bow once. Well, these weapons are expensive to upgrade. Well, back in my day when I played Wrath of the Lichum Kings, I could grind all my Valor out easily in a weekend. So what does that say about the youth these days? You spending too much money on WoW tokens, huh? Back in my day, we couldn't even grind nothing out because we was fighting in Slash 2 calling each other homo f- homophobic slurs. You telling me you're using your buttons to move around the game instead of get mad at people? And then I said butt chugging. What is that? We didn't have that back in the day of the Lichum Kings. <laughs> we didn't even have buttholes. Thinking about buttholes was too gay. We just kept it in and thought about it. A little known fact is the buttholes were added in 6.2.5 with the selfie stick camera. While I have you guys here, Chuck Norris doesn't get wet. Water gets Chuck Norris. Ooh, what a Wrap the Lich King era statement for you to make. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we need to get out of this energy right now. I think now is a perfect time for Growlina to bless us with some knowledge. Yes, please, Growl. We meet yet again on this, my segment, Growl on the Brow. I'm sitting down in the Valdrakan Artisan's Corner with my new friend, Regis. Friend of mine, you say you haven't left this spot in four days of playing? What have you been doing? Well, I've just been filling orders all week long, just day in and day out getting these fat stacks. Hmm, a woman of the people, I see. 
But wouldn't you need to go out and look for the materials at some point? Surely one cannot create a career on Valdraken's foliage alone. Look, pal. When you get to my level, the people come to you. I'm cranking out perfection every time. They know I don't have time to waste dragon riding around looking for things. Hmm. Seems a little boring to me, TBH. I can guarantee you I've made more money during this conversation than you have the whole expansion. I know what it takes to be a mover and a shaker, okay? Well, you certainly don't lack for confidence, my friend. Speaking of confidence, let's see what incorrect statements our favorite boys confidently shout out in this second half of the show. Cubbub is officially five hours into the eight-hour iCarly retrospective. Let's kick it up again. I've been, I've honestly kind of been meaning to watch that. Like, what what's her official like quick review of it so far? Well, you know it, and you say so far, but I did peek over, and she corrected me. She has finished iCarly. We are now several hours into the victorious one. Cubbub, come over here next to me. What is your official diagnosis of the iCarly eight-hour documentary? It's a lot. It is a lot. I don't know how my man Quentin Reviews went through it all. Every video he makes is, like, way too long. (laughs) He has a lot to say. Quentin Reviews has a lot to say. (laughs) Thank you for the review, Cubby Bob. Cubby Bob on the streets, everybody. And now I'm bringing it back old school with a classic game of ours. I'm pulling a time warp. Whoa! Whoa! Also, if you hear me chewing, I do have food. The only food I've had today that wasn't ice cream. Excuse his food. What are you eating? A black and blue burger from local Southfield haunt, Mr. Joe's. Thanks, Mr. Joe. Thanks, Biden. All right, so these people, these two podcast co-hosts, will have 40 seconds the length of a Fury of the Aspects. That's right, I should have called this Fury of the Aspects. The new and the best time warp. This is now Fury of the Aspects. Whenever I do it. They have 40 seconds to answer as many correct answers to the question that I will put forth in... Now. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah, gosh. I don't know if I've done this before. I don't think I have, but if anyone has done it, it's probably me. I want you two to name as many keepers, Titan keepers, as you can. On your mark. Get set. Double there. Arcadis. Odin. I point on me, not Odin. Low. Low. Um. Here, uh, Lockren, um, A&R. Wait, are they, are they keepers? I don't, I don't super remember the hierarchy here. Well, so then, like, with, like, uh... Ironia! With, like, Sargeras and them? No, they're too high. I don't think that they are. Uh, Sargeras and Agrimar, his best pal, I think they're too high. Man, I'm so bad at, like, more knowledge stuff. Time! He said he specifically did it, so I assumed it was the Arcadis tier, but I was probably incorrect. 
I was looking for the names of the keepers, which I do agree can be easily, don't look over here, cheater, can be easily confused with the watchers who are beneath the keepers and the titans who are above the keepers. The names of the keepers are Arcadis, Freya, Hodir, Loken, Mimiran, Odin, Ra, Thorum, Tyr. Oh, so I got two of those, I think. Now, I and will I think say... I only got one. I will give it to you. However, you did distinctly say the words, no, not Tyr, or no, not Odin, after saying Odin. If we were on a regular game show, Steve Harvey would have taken that as a, you're not putting down Odin for your answer. Luckily, I am not Steve Harvey. You won, two to one, just barely. Did he only get Arcadus then? He got Arcadus. He said Tyr, but he said it after you said it. Um, yeah. And there was one name. You said Loki. It's Loken, unfortunately. So I can't really I said Loki, and I said yeah. Lokren. And so <laughs> neither of those were correct. I'm honestly shocked. Yeah, I can't believe this. I can't believe you won anything. Like, is this your most winningest year yet? <laughs> Undefeated <laughs> in 2023, baby. Yeah, baby. Time to chug this uh, vodka soda. My biggest revelation was that Ironia's name isn't Ironia. Um, Tear Voy, he said it uh, in the quest line. He said it out loud. It's uh, Iron, Iron, Irenia? No, Irenia. He said it so weird that I can't even replicate this it. This is yeah. Urel Ural 2023. I literally refuse to not, to, to, that it's not Ironia. Because you're right, I'll never refer to her as Ural. That's just that's just uncouth. He said it in such a way I literally can't. It's such a. I was like, no way. Who the fuck said this one was her name? Also, that story is heating up. I am loving where the story is going right now. Oh, also, slide. You need to confirm for our listeners your big achievement that you happened that happened for you this week. What the fuck happened to me this week? I don't even remember. You forget the achievement that was so big that you said, "quote." I feel done with the expansion now, unquote. Oh, I didn't have that when the podcast... Oh, I was just getting it. Oh, I wow. have not heard of it yet. Please entertain me. Wait, I thought uh, I hit Renown 30 with the Tuscar. The Tuscar, I'm, the, I'm on woo, level woo, 30. Woo. Yeah, you were 28 last episode. I literally feel like I've beaten the game. Like, I log on to the game, and I'm like, I have nothing to do. And... <laughs> There's three zones for me to go and do so much shit in. But, like, accomplished-wise, I just feel like I am just finished, which is bizarre. That's wild to me because, like, Aaron's probably, like, up up there on some of them. But, like, my highest are, like, 17 or 18 for, like, the Tuscar, the Dragon Scale, and the Veldraken. And then my Centaur one is so low. It's, like, 13 or 12 even. My Ace Baruch is 13, almost 14 right now. Um, I've slowly gotten back into, like, not... Because, like, my, my brain is like, okay, is there soup up? No soup up. Okay, is there fishing holes I have to do? No, I've done them all. Like, my, I had to change how I play the game. Um, I, I just, just literally yesterday unlocked the ability to take... To do the picture world quest. With the, wow. Because, like, not, I wasn't, not I wasn't even over there. doing them... The the fact that they exist has just been unlo- yes, unlocked. Yes, the fact that they I finished the quest line that's like, hey, take this camera and take a picture of the dragon at breathing fire. And I was I was like, this I can't get the fire breathing dragon. Didn't you do this? And he was like, I did this like three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, uh. 
At this point, it's closer to three months ago, but yeah. Um, also, it's really funny that Slide Whistle got all the way to max level with the Tuscar without knowing that there are apparently secret hidden Tuscar chests that give rep, which, like, shout out to Die Living in our Discord, who he knew to the Discord and posted this information to us, and, like, I didn't know that those were the thing. Did you know, Aaron? So I was finishing said black and blue burger, but, uh, no, definitely did not know that. They're not, they don't show up on the minimap. So like you, you the only way you know is if you know if you just hand if you just find it randomly. Also, you can join this discard at do not relent Take over that URL takes you right there. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's bizarre, you know. I but like now that I'm I I also just finished the Marut quest with that big beautiful wolf boy. What's his name? If Taven Taven. That I sounds just did correct. That for the first time. <laughs> so like it's it's nice. I I just gotta break out of it, you know. But man, let me tell you, my leather working list. Mwah, Chef's kiss looks so fucking good right now. Chef's kiss, join their guild, a PvP guild. Proud <laughs> war. We actually, if I remember, Die Living referenced the fact that we <laughs> talked about the guild. That's why they decided to join up. So it's paying off dividends. Prodmorians, rise up! We here. All the crafters who are the people who are <laughs> making shit for. <laughs> What's up? You know, fucking, like, in this next week, somebody's gonna join our Discord and be like, Hey, uh, I joined because you got me a really nice crafted piece. I will also say, I've been quite active in the Evoker Discord recently. Uh, I made a friend named Marcy, who she had the same complaints as I did. We're like, why don't Rune set to 200? I want to buy them in bulk and spend 200k and just have it on the expansion. I'm like, girl, I agree 100%. We're vibing. She actually sent me a friend request. And then she sent me a message that was like, I would like my one free ticket for Old Country Buffet now, please. And I was like, oh my god, is she a listener? And then I, <laughs> I go to my profile, and I forgot, whenever I join a class Discord, I edit my profile to be also an advertisement for the podcast. And I'm like, mention this this podcast ad for Under the Pod Do Not Relent and get one free Old Country Buffet coupon. So Marcy, if you're listening, this one's for you, girl. My new evoker bestie. It's also really unfortunate that, sorry Marcy, that coupon probably does nothing now, because I believe, since you probably started running this advertisement, Old Country Buffet has shut down. Yeah, I, I, I cannot say that OCB or the Boston market is that prevalent in 2023. I learned today at work from a co-worker, the last, what they claim is the last Old Country Buffet exists in Indiana. And he said, and I quote, this is not out of my mouth. It's out of the mouth of a babe. He said, because that's where all the fat people live. I know, because I'm from there. (laughs) Whoa, I didn't say it. A lot of feelings going on in that statement. I'm like, man, I love the culture buffet. (laughs) What are you saying about me, huh, bud? That reminds me, the last Sears in Michigan closed down this weekend. Good. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, like, Sears fucking is big, good. but also, I was like, they're not done yet? They fucking shouldn't have out of business years ago when they didn't ever explain to me how a fucking cashier stole my information to buy credit cards. First off, that was Kohl's, I believe. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, fuck. God damn it, you're right. I don't think that Sears Roebuck would do that to you. Well, they can't because they're dead. Roop. All right, well, speaking of Sears, we have an even sinister person to talk about, and that's Nazoth, our own father. If you've been following this podcast... <laughs> no, one, no one sees more than Sears. <laughs> Nazoth. 
<laughs> that was a flawless transition. Good job. <laughs> the best washing machines in the business. Actually, it's like the best washing machines in the business. So unfortunately, we were so close. I believe what was it like? Whenever, like the expansion first came out, like maybe the next episode after that, we were talking about how in Theldrass's storyline with Chromie, one of the past things that you go to when you're trying to chase the infinite dragon is something really, really far back in Azeroth's history, like, the oldest time they could go to where it's just, like, the Black Empire ruling Azeroth, effectively. So, like, the earliest that we could go, possibly, on Azeroth. Yes, it was It was the Black Empire fighting the primal forces when, like, Neptulon and Thalazane were not sent to their own zones. They got to hang out in Westfall. Yeah, so they were duking it out, and Aaron, I can remember exactly, Aaron was like, so these quotes, like, what do we know about them? There's some, there's some like, new ones, right? And, I, and I, I said, no, they're all old, because what happens is it plays all four old god voice lines in a row. So I heard Yaxaran, I heard Yasharaj, and then I heard, oh my god, Cthune. And, and once I heard Cthune, who is distinctively the oldest, because he's fucking from vanilla, he's like, your friends have abandoned you. Your friends are dead. And I'm like, all right, whatever. This is all bullshit. Apparently, right after his place, Nazoth's place, and his are all fucking brand spanking new. No one caught this until recently. And this week is blowing up everywhere. Which is really unfortunate because, like, we were too held up on, like, I think personally all three of us as, like, big Nazoth heads, and by that I mean, like, we never removed or purged our Eye of Nazoth, and we've been, <laughs> I say, like, literally, Nazoth is on my head. We've been clamoring for literally any piece of media from Blizzard that, like, acknowledges that we've held on to this for far too long. Um, so I think we were too hung up on that, and then, like, all the other ones being old to realize that these new ones were here. So these are pretty big lore pieces, these new, new whispers. Yeah, I I would say to edit in the voice clips here, but they're actually way too long. Like it would, they're all like five minutes each with how slow he speaks. But I I you I definitely would recommend finding the video of hearing him go through these lines because the voice acting that my man does, the man who voices Reinhardt, is also does all I think. He it sounds so cool. So he's he's so he's like, I know what you are, what you will yet be. So we're in the past, right? Like, we're in the past with Chromie. And he's already like, hey, I, I know who you are. And the whole thing with uh, the Void and the Faceless Gods is that they see all possibilities. If there's a possibility that's going to happen, they see it. But they can't exactly sort out which possibility is the reality. That's, that's like, why they exist, to fucking curse you with this knowledge. So a lot of people are saying, like, just us going back in time with Chromie here to him could potentially provide him with information about which timeline actually happens, which could potentially help him in the future to save himself, maybe? And, like, this is also might be why he, whenever we've seen him in the future, which is our past uh, timey-wimey stuff, he always talks to us as if he knows us, right? Yeah, he's always like, he's like, oh, I, I knew you would do this, or you brought this here like I thought. He also is frequently tapping into our brains for, like, psychic scream tentacle attacks, and we're like, so we go, ah, and then things go to black. But anyway, his, his other lines after that were, You will follow him to the deep places, 
the dark waters will flow in his wake. With many eyes, they will see again. They will drink and be uplifted. Deeper, deeper, his roots will reach, welcoming power and grace. And his last one was, Her dreams sink beneath the surface. Our dreams, our song. So there's been people who say that this is like future thoughts like that are going to happen like later on. But I don't know. I think Immune kind of nailed this theory for me personally. So like some of these, so because this is like the beginning of Azeroth, some of these could be referencing things that we've already seen as like modern day Azerothians. So like, I don't like the one that says like deeper, deeper, its roots will reach wel- welcoming our embrace. Uh, that could be like, a reference to maybe the Emerald Dream being corrupted into the Emerald Nightmare in Legion, maybe? I assumed you will follow him to the deep places the dark waters will flow in his wake is just referencing the fact that we were tricked into releasing him from the Eternal Palace. So you know, this is interesting because like, there's so many different theories I've heard for this one. I haven't heard that one yet. I think I watched Novel's video on it a couple of days ago. He thinks that this is about... He thinks these are all future shots. He thinks that you of all the deep places is about Caligos. Because Caligos wants to lead the attack on Eridicron, the Earth Dragon, who's coming up. And Caligos literally is like, I want to go deep and find him. And she's like, you can't find him. He's in the ground. He's in the ground. But this could also be about anything. This could be about um, Deathwing. Deathwing literally is from the deep places. He goes down into the Maelstrom. We follow him where the waters flow in his wake. Like, there's so many different things. I like to see this as he knows us, and then he starts to make predictions that will happen in our timeline to prove to us that he knows who we are by listing this list of, like, four or five things. I personally think these are mainly past ones. Well, like, to us, future to him saying this, but past to us. Maybe the her dreams. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, I think they're all past because, like, the last one here, her dreams sing beneath the surface. Our dreams, our song. I think that is a reference to Queen Azara. So I, I could also see this being Azeroth, and not only so. Also, in this, in the, in the video that I posted, he's this is a direct line from a from not the curator, uh. The Oracle in Xerath Mortis says that beginning pass, her dreams sing beneath the surface. But, like, they do red hair all the time. This could this could easily be a BFA reference. Like, when she's, like, you know, literally present in everything that we fucking do. What, what, the one that I'm really hung up on is, with many eyes, they will see again. They will drink and be uplifted. So, in my head, if this is... My first thought was orcs, immediately. Uh, they will drink. And be uplifted with many eyes. Many eyes doesn't have to belong to one person. The horde, the orc as horde is many eyes storming the dark portal. They will see again. They will drink. They drink the blood. They're uplifted. They charge to the portal. This could still be a part of like the list. And it, this is what they. This is what I hate about this. The one thing we know about the old gods is that they do this on fucking purpose, and they're called maddening whispers because you'll never solve them. We're never going to get any fucking resolution on any of these, are we? Ever. <laughs> no, because I want to talk about those fucking old Ilganoth whispers, whispers after we're done talking about these. And, like, those are from, like, what? Like, four and eight years ago? I saw that one as referencing the return of the Twilight's Hammer. 
because we do know they're coming back. We've seen one in Dragonflight and like with many eyes referencing like mine or like my influence, they'll see again, not a literal drink, like drinking magic Manoroth potion, but like drinking in our powers again, they'll be uplifted. I've also seen that people thinking that this could be Galakron since he has hundreds of eyes. The they is kind of a, a weird thing, but I mean, you can serve to an individual person as they, it isn't, you know? Yeah. Like it, it could be like his undead horde. It's, that once again, we've been provided with so such yeah. vague statements. It could be anything. And like even like they will drink. They could drink from the dragon pools that are being imbued with order magic. You know what I mean? Like there's so much. I really I something just in this just strikes me as we get blasted back to the past to play the shitty games that suck ass. Ooh, good reference. And he basically he finds a way to avoid his death in the future. Because, like, now, once he's able to land, like, he's able to get us. We are the most unique thing on Azeroth, right? We've seen all these battles. We've been a part of all these things. Now he he can tap into our brains, and he can literally see how he dies in the future, BFA, and he can find out how to trickster reverse Uno card avoid it based on this knowledge. And he's giving us these next four whispers as, like, a... Listen, here's what's going to happen. I know, here's my proof to you that it's going to happen. He, he drops these fucking old lore bombs on us. And if you remember, okay, remember in BFA, what quote-unquote kills Nazoth? Like, what is part of his unraveling? Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the cinematic at the end of the raid that we were, we were just like, oh, this is kind of stupid, where, like, basically the heart of Azeroth and us make this giant fucking laser beam and then, like, zap him. Yeah, I think we use, we re- reverse engineer the machine of creation, the something of creation, some pyramid, one of the one of the pyramids in Old Doom. Oh, something creation. I, do we even do that? I just remember holding up the heart of Azeroth and cracking it on his head like an egg at the end of that fight. And yeah, there's like a big laser beam. And it's like, oh no. But I forgot if we had like super powered it or if Magni plugged it into like a car battery or something. Oh, actually, I think Slide might be right that like Mother and Magni help us in this like energy from like all doom through our heart of Azeroth or something. That's also Maybe fair is we're a bunch of cucks and we never did it on Mythic. I know in Mythic you do go to the Heart Forge. So maybe during there, there's some sort of thing where it's like, we plugged, we plugged the jumper cables into your necklace. Weaken them and we can shoot them. Yeah, I think in space, I think it's just like redirected from that into him. Um, but so, but before that, before that, before any of that happens, don't forget about Zalatath. Zalatath, who is, she escapes from the blade. And the whole thing is that Nazoth says, you can leave the blade, but I get the blade. The blade must come back to me, like the weapon itself. Now, Zalatath was trapped inside of this blade for how many years? I was like, yeah, Mr. Mister Priest, how many? I, I don't know the answer. I'm just mainly offended that Slide Whistle is not using her Christian name, Naifu. Sorry, I haven't seen her in like three expansions, so she's kind of losing credibility with me. But yeah, she became a hot void elf, went through a portal. She's like, I don't need that knife. I'm hot now. And then she left and then... Yeah, the blade itself is still out there. So are you implying that maybe 
maybe Nazoth, like, Voldemort Horcrux himself into this wait, blade somewhere? Wait, That's exactly what I'm Rath- saying. Rathion has it, right? No. So it's, it's on the Dragon Isles. He had it. He had it. He does not have it any longer. Mm. So the whole thing was we freed Ajara, right? From her imprisonment of being whipped by the Naga people yes. or the demons. And so but she by the worst boss in oh, that raid. God. So she gave us Zalatath. By us I mean she gave it to Rathion. And she said, Stab him in the heart, and this will kill him, is basically what she said. And so she gave the blade to Rathion. Remember, from the remember from the very beginning, Nazoth Ajara is Nazoth's chosen champion. If anyone is going to put on a fucking act, it's going to be fucking Ajara. She gives him the blade. And what does he do with it? He doesn't stab Nazoth in the heart. He stabs him in the carapace. It's how we get into the. Remember, there's two bosses in that fight. Carapace yes. of Nazoth and Nazoth. He stabs the yes, carapace he, with he, the knife. He, he cuts through his Nazusi using it. He stabs it with the Nazusi knife. And it died his heart. And Nazoth goes, oh. If this dagger exists as a soul prison, prison? To keep Zalatath in, why couldn't Nazoth just horcrux himself inside of it? And not only that, not only that, Rathion literally makes a very biting remark as he stabs him. He says something that's literally, I'm, trying, I'm finding it right now. He's like, he's literally like, are you so blind to not see the future ahead of you? Could you not predict your own death? As he stabs him with it. And he's, he's, he's probably like, ha, 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 yeah, bitch, I know exactly what happens here. This is wild. I think we're fully onto something here. And so then after he was, Nazoth was killed, the, we, there's no sign of the knife. We actually have no clue where it is. Do we have time to revisit some of these old Ilgonoth whispers as well? Or do you have anything else to say about this? So my final question about all of this, Nazoth manages to avoid his fate he comes back as an adversary. Do you think our hats come back? Because I did two to three years of waiting. No. If Nazoth comes back and our hats are still there, I don't know if I can do it again. I don't think they will. How cool would it be, like, delusional Nazoth head gang here, if the five of us, the, like dozens of you, us that you, still have do it. Do you think Lilith Lilith still has his? Uh probably. He was like the he was like the only other eyeball head I knew. You guys wouldn't you guys wouldn't even have them cuz Bai doesn't have it. Metaloid doesn't have oh, it. Oh, I'm going to get it on my on my fucking evoker now. Also Lilith raided with us uh on Wednesday by the way. How fun. But yeah, uh, we we'll have to ask him. But okay, so this, we can go into Elgonoth whispers with this line which from what I totally actually makes sense. Um, so we defeated Nazoth, blah, 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 at the end of BFA, and the old god died, quote-unquote. Afterwards, Magni Bronzebeard declared Azeroth had been freed from the grasp of the old gods. He talks to Azeroth directly. How would he, of course he knows. And what is that classic line that we've been waiting to find a spot for? The King of Diamonds has been made a pawn. This is the perfect time for him to be like, we did it! Azeroth says, it's dead! And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We believe you. Maybe now he's the pawn and giving us the fucking bad advice. Yeah, and this is interesting because, like, there's not only one set of Ilganoth Whispers. There's the one from the Emerald Nightmare, and then there's the one 
that was like the proto nippler in what raid was that? In Nightmare. Oh yeah, in Nightmare. You're right. Yeah. So I guess I'll just start at the beginning. We can rapid fire these and see if any of them are relevant. So like I guess like right like Emerald Nightmare one. He starts off by saying a presence, something new yet familiar. Yes. I think this is cool because, like, this could be alluding to now that we know that, like, all of the old gods could be fully clued in to who we are because we went back and visited mm. them, like, currently in Dragonflight. N- like, Nazoth told them, like, yeah, this guy, Growlina showed up. So even way back in 2016, it's like, oh, what's going on, Growl? Haven't seen you in a while. I agree to an extent. I but like the old gods hate each other. Like they like they warred with each other over territory. Oh my and God, always fought did each they other. Really? Yeah, they didn't work didn't, together. They hated each other. I didn't know other. that. That's sad. Especially <laughs> I don't like Yogg Saran, I feel like has a upper hand because he's nothing but shitty mouths to spread rumors. Well, What's Cthulhu gonna do? <laughs> he doesn't even have a mouth. He can see the haters before they come and get to him. But um so, but this does still line up with, like, the old gods being able to see every single possibility. Obviously, we're hella important in this universe. If you're an old god and you're getting visions of anything, of course we're gonna be in your visions, because we're always on your mind. Like, not to toot our own horns, but we're probably in a lot of the scenarios here. Um, so I guess I feel like some of those other whispers have already been solved, like, Flesh is his gift, you're, he's your true creator. Yeah, we know Yogg-Strong made the, the curse of Flesh to find him. I don't want to get in a Circle of Stars arguments. I feel like Circle of Stars was <laughs> all the rage back in the day. The Lord of Ravens will turn the key is still pretty relevant, because now Cadgar is ever-presence. Who, who can say is Lord of Ravens. However, whoever, so is Odin. Odin is literally a dungeon right now. Odin is the... The Norse king of ravens. He and we saw a lot of him, and we are getting some. <laughs> That'd be so funny if he was like, "Odin will return to the mythic plus rotation." He's in. The, what he, he is. He is right now. <laughs> what are you laughing for? He is. <laughs> Nazoth is. He will return to turn the key to put on the bumpers for the, the bridge up no, to Poop no. King, so you can't fall off of it anymore. The key. Odin will return to turn your plus 17 key into a plus 15 because you didn't time it. <laughs> fucking, you, you cracked the fucking puzzle. Fuck that Poop dungeon. kid will cause you difficulty. <laughs> Poop kid will cause this to turn in from, into a two instead of a three. Here's, okay, here's one that I think has relevancy now. Five keys to open our way, five torches to light our path. And I'm going to combine that with there's a similar quote that's new that was five. We're talking about dragons? Five lanterns now darkened. The flame they seek will light the master's way. 100%. It's got to be the fucking five aspects of Dragonflight. Especially since they currently have been acting to reignite the flame of their pillars to get their aspect shit back that's literally describing what we've been doing in all of dragonflight right now the dami mommy stone is the way to get the old gods to come back <sighs> and now i'm gonna talk about the scariest one not just scary for me but it's scary for my people because my people don't need any more trauma to happen to them the worgen may have lost their houses forever ago but that's all they lost, right? You haven't lost anything else since then. Everyone's still alive. I mean, we 
I guess. Wait, no, we died just as much. Just as much? Well, it was, only because we, you didn't save them, Aaron. Ah, uh, okay. We were a minority populace in the tree, but we still distinctly died there. That we, but okay, but we took you. Also, we we're took you into the tree. We're a non-replenishable source. There's only like four hundred. That's Mia's. Alliance that's Mia's Morgan. fault, not our fault. Well, I mean, I guess it's the fault of we're not biting each other. That's what we need to do. Fucking 10.2. We're biting humans. Fuck humans. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm okay with turn, that. Turn, turn into Worgen, please. All right, here's the quote from New Elgar Whispers that I'm deathly afraid of now. The vassal of life disguises treachery. Beware the eyes of green. Bitch, that's fucking Ysera, isn't it? That's fucking you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Now, here we go. And so, they just planted that tree. No, that's the thing. They, they, there's no way. They, I'm sitting here thinking they cannot, they cannot <laughs> corrupt another tree. We've had, this is the third or fourth corrupted world. Leave us alone. We're losing Malfurion, which half the night cheer about. But chill the fuck out. But also, like, not even just that. Like, are we going to have to kill Asera again? Because, like, this says, beware the eyes of green. I believe Asera has green eyes. I don't know who else has green eyes. I can't think of anybody else who has green eyes other than Ysera, who's also coming back. If we kill Ysera, what happens to Malfurion? Because, like, he agreed to trade space. He agreed to trade spaces. If there's a vacancy, is he allowed to go home? Or the Winter yeah. Queen's like... Sorry, bud, you gotta stay here. So he, like, just dies without actually dying. <laughs> yeah, he just becomes a permanent resident in the Shadowlands. He's like, aw, beans, I didn't expect that one, as he's, like, kicking magic rocks. So th- this is an article from, like, Le- from like Legion. No, wait, no. When was Elganoth active? BFA? My Legion brain is. My, my brain is. BFA. So th- this is an old article. Either BFA or Legion, I cannot tell you which right now. Um, and they wrote this in, this in the text. The green dragon flight has suffered greatly in recent expansions with the corruption and death of Ysera in early Legion. At the end of Emerald Nightmare, we see Ysera's spirit walking towards a cave, which houses a small remnant of the void flower that only the priests can interact with. Shadow Priest with Zalatath equipped hear the following whisper. And here's a whisper again. Almost completely gone as if it never existed. But the rift is deep and vast, and somewhere down there it stirs. Something has changed. The last prison weakens. We must prepare. Yo, is the last prison Razagat? Is the last prison about, like, the the dragons breaking out? Is this about the Vault of the Incarnates, or is this about, like... I have two theories here. Like, the last prison... So th- th- this is for, like from the prospects of probably some evil old gods forces. So like, are these the old gods that t- possibly like could they have tainted like the li- the life pools below Tearhold? It they've done it before. I don't see why they couldn't do it again. But it would be really kind of weird to me if um all of this of the old gods was leading to like the primalists being released but i guess the primalists also are in league with the old gods. i was gonna say they're not only in league with the old gods they're old as 
fuck. The primalists have been around since the beginning, since a very early time, like the aspects have. And um, we know that Deathwing was able to hide his void corruption and everything, his allegiance to the old gods, from the aspects. Why couldn't this extend to the primalists? Especially when we know that the next bad guy, or the last bad guy being hyped up, is a Riddicron of the Earth, right? As well as Velinara of the Frost and Firek of the Fire. They did name drop them at the end of the raid. I was just like, fucking whatever, I don't care. It almost seems like the Earth Dragons seem to be like the strongest of the dragons. Uh, We have Rathion, we have Deathwing, we have Aridicron. I mean, I think that like, the, the thing here is Aridicron is just the hungriest. Like, they've talked about his hunger a lot. Um, I think Frostacron and Furacron just, like, maybe ate before coming to the party or something. They're like, we don't need no snacks. We fucking had Taco Bell on the way here. Also, excuse me, their name are Varinara and Firak. I didn't secretly go through that cutscene while we were recording for nothing. They're going to be dead soon. Eridocron's the baddie. And they be- will. You know what I want to be leading? <laughs> they Leading back to an old Ilganoth Whisper from before. That's right, I'm going back to an original Ilganoth Whisper from the tree. From the Earth, he draws strength. Our Earth. Our strength. The old gods once ruled all of Azeroth. All of it. It was all divvied up between the four of them and whatever small old little gods were there in the middle. The heat, they, this is our Earth. They're working with fucking, they're Earth fucking dragons. I think we may have cracked the code here. I think maybe Nazoth in Naifu's vessel has been like Horcrux somewhere. He'll return and like in league with Eridocron somehow be able to dig into like Azeroth and like get mega loots or something. I don't know. I'm excited. I just get my nipples are hard right now. These give me so give me so <laughs> revved. I love these whispers. And I, you know what? At the end of the day. Again, we're never going to get an answer because these are intended to make us go crazy. They're intended to make real people go nuts. Think how old the original <laughs> whispers are. They're, we're, it's like seven years ago and we're still deciphering some of these. Like fucking the newer whispers happened like four years ago and we talked about them in some of our early episodes of this podcast and we're just referencing them again now. Like what, in four more years of this podcast, we'll be talking about these ones again or something? I don't know, probably. I was so mad. I had a little notebook at work when when I first had this idea, like, on Tuesday, and I'm like, let's do this. And then Novel posted a video on Wednesday, and I'm like, oh, I got beat. Taliesin and Evan posted a video on Thursday. I'm like, god fucking damn it! Everyone's wildhead beat me too? Fuck! I was, ah, I was, I mean, it's still exciting. It's still great. But I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> It's just really unfortunate because, like, if we wouldn't have just, like, rode off these new whispers, like, because they put all of the old, like, it, 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 I think you legitimately had to, like, stay in that zone for a while, like, longer than most people would be there questing, because, like, we just heard all of the other old gods, like, like, spit fire for a while, and then, like, we just didn't wait around long enough to hear these newer ones, we just rode it off, and we were so close, because we mentioned them, like, a month ago, we could have been there. Your friends left an upper decker in your toilet. Your girlfriend cheated on you with your mom. He needs some milk! Like, Cthune, please chill the fuck out. His are so boring! His voice is so old, and like, there's no way anything new to come after this. They knew what they were doing. 
I was going to say, you gave him a little too much credit for the spice in the ones that you just made there. Yeah, we're better, Cthulhu. Come at me. What are you going to do, yeah, eyeball I was boy? To, I was about to say, t- 2004, it was like, your friends are mean. You're mean to your friends. Your taxes then, <laughs> are incomplete. <laughs> it is April 14th. You must hurry. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. It's it's like it got like a little bit of like Bray Wyatt on it at the very bottom, but like very. It's like IRS Bray Wyatt. That's what it is. It's just, it's the father and son combined. Where's the Holy Spirit? Where's Bo? You mean Uncle Howdy? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Inve- investigating very publicly documented terrorist attacks. That's what he's doing. I just think we need to ask more questions. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe he's, he's going to be back on TV, 100%. It's totally him. He's going to be wrestling I, I hope. I hope he looks directly in the camera and spreads some 9-11 trutherism. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, boy. Wrap us up. Well, uh, TTBBM, um, I'm going to go first. MM, I didn't do shit. Except that I did get a new dagger. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Except it's ugly. That's why it's in, that's why it's a medium <laughs> mood. Oh dag. Er. It's the Taros dagger. So it's just like Grelin is holding on to three sharp rocks. And I'm like, I'm glad to have a better dagger, but that shit's ugly as fuck. Anyways, immune, what's your TTBBMM? Well, I have myself. A top two. And it's really just that, like, I still feel like I have way too much to do in this expansion. I feel like I have done a lot this week. I feel very accomplished this week. I have, like, made huge progress in my professions, particularly tailoring. I feel like it's a little easier for me to, like, get a wrap around that than enchanting. I I can make some, like, 402 pieces, Aaron, if you, like, have any any cloth pieces that need to be replaced Ooh, I, I can i can we can like talk about this later and i've been finally wrapping up with some of my like side quests things and i have like i, I think i got like sojourner of Teldrassis earlier today or yesterday Congrats. so i'm finally having time to i'm finally having time to like do these side things because like People have been, like, away in Mexico on vacation or something. So I'm like, we, we, we don't need to run keys. I can quickly, like, do my quest. You can say no. I mean, I like running keys, though, is the thing. You're addicted. I'm a dick. I'm addicted to keys. But, yeah, slide whistle. What do you got? I, my, I had a top two, and it was going to be the Ascara to Ascara Brain 30. Now I got a big, fat fucking bottom boot as of four minutes ago. Live. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Maximum public work orders have been reduced from 20 to 4. So before, I could sit there and I could sit at my crafting table like I used to love to do, and I could fill out as many crafting orders as I pleased because they came so lightly. Now I can only do 4. I've only capped out 3 times in a row over the weekend when someone wanted me to make Infurious Hides, and I was on at 2 in the morning, so I caught it. This is probably why people don't ever see public work orders because of 20 is too high of a number. So I think it's overall a good thing for the crafting community, but it's a bad fucking thing for me. The man who camps at the fucking work order table and makes hella bread from it. No. I mean, I, I'm sorry, slide, but like before this week, when I like these last few days have been the first time I've ever camped at the table. I've only gotten four orders. 
and this is me like camping there doing other things like not wow related at the same time like watching wrestling or something um while just refreshing occasionally and i've only gotten four so i feel like this is huge like going down from 20 to four this will open it for like a lot of people to and honestly maybe because it's so fucking low now people will like yep. not accept things unless the tips are high. i was just gonna say this means everybody out there who has no clue which is i would say the majority of players if you're not a professional crafter you don't know how the system works and it's not your fault it's very complicated and i don't get it still but some people will put in work orders that we that will ask me to go into Brackenhide Hollow of my own accord and kill a whole dungeon. I uh, go to the end and use an altar to make some of these things, and they'll tip me sixty gold. And I'm like, I'm no one's going in there, bud. Like no one, and now nobody's really gonna go in there because why would I fucking do that? They have text to it. They're just saying. As far as the system goes, it seems to be working well as an easy way to get something crafted for yourself if you aren't worried about getting the best quality and want it quickly. This was always its intent. We definitely wish that as crafters, it was easier to find public orders to fill. Unfortunately, even though there are quite a few public orders going through the system, giving the minimal effort it takes to fulfill a public order and the relative number of crafters around to fill those orders there will almost never be many orders up at any given time with the way it currently works. They're filled too quickly and too easily. So this is their way of attempting. And I am happy. It's, it's kind of a fake bottom boot because it affects my bottom line gold income. But I think the health of the game will flow better because of it. Yeah, because like myself, like for tailoring, I went from like 80 something to like 99 tailoring level this week only because I had to, like, wait there and, like, snipe these orders. Like, now this will literally spread around so other people can realistically, like, use public work orders to level up their their skills, which was uh, not a thing before this unless you were actively camping the tables. Yeah, I almost want to upgrade this to a top two because the engineers are complaining again, but the engineers are pissed. They're like, we don't have anything else expansion. I'm like, you motherfuckers, shut the fuck. You've had everything. Engineering has been the go-to pick this for forever. And now that the bullshit ones, like, skinning are important, fuck you, buddy. You deserve this. We're continuing our Season 5 theme of cutting random promos against specific WoW people. Engineers, you're out of my shit list. All right, Aaron, set us to do it. Speaking of specific WoW people, here are a number of people that make me go, wow, thanks. These people include Command Sergeant Major Tizurla, Forthos of the Podcaster Monkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarim, Mitch, who wants to wish the DN Army a happy holiday and remind them that Rathion isn't daddy, he's a literal child. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Bad Dorno at s.t.me backslash virus.link. Old guy here. Gershom says, um, okay, January babies. Hoax, asking Growlina to say, for the horde. Some new, 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 new patrons, including Archmage Muv from Wormrest Accord Horde, Adam N, and Ickis. Vanderlyle, generational talent and excellence of execution, smarf debased god. Slide Whistle says, Lisa Marie Presley dies at 54 after hospitalization. Breaking news. The only child of Elvis Presley is dead. The Presley gene line is finished. Also, fuck Craig. 
Honestly, that was more earth-shaking than any fuck right you could have, like, made. What the it hell? It just happened five minutes ago. Digital Dave! And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. I'm so sorry, Digital Dave. Can we put him at the front next time? I didn't mean to, to have him lead in with the death of Lisa Marie Presley. And with that, we're out of here. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints from Dave, send it to us at do not relentpod at gmail.com or me personally for reporting with Lisa Marie Presley at an inappropriate time at nabarracoffin at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where are you at? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And you can watch me play Vigigrams on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. She just celebrated Elvis' anniversary birthday on January 8th. I bet her four children will be super upset, including Riley Kyo. All right, well, goodbye, everybody. See you next week, hopefully. And remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. I'm a big hunk of burning love. Jesus. <laughs>